The very early stages, as you prepare and consider whether to file a patent application and when, that's when you risk losing the opportunity that's there. Hello and welcome to Brandtuned, the only podcast on branding which includes related disciplines like intellectual property that are fundamental to growing a brand. I'm Shireen Smith, lawyer, brand strategist, and curious business owner, keen to discover what moves the needle in branding. This is another episode in my IP Fundamentals series of audios. It's called The Challenges of Protecting Intellectual Property. You see, everything begins with an idea and then results in some intangible manifestation once it's brought into the real world, even if the idea involves creating something tangible like a new gin so that you have a physical end product, a bottle of gin, many components that are necessary to the existence of that product will be intangibles like the brand name, the logo, product packaging, appearance or shape of the bottle, website, marketing collateral on social media, the gin formula itself. So intellectual property law is the legal area that governs intangibles. It has significant role to play in today's digital economy. Knowledge fuels our economy so that most assets of our businesses tend to be digital. Our increasingly digital society means that intellectual property is of central relevance and it covers a large area of law like patents, trademarks, copyright, design, trade secrets, etc. Now, since for many people an idea is their key to economic success, being able to protect its resulting output as intellectual property is crucial if the business is to grow in value. Do you automatically own intellectual property? Well, people assume they do and that when they're ready, for example, because they've got something to protect and have succeeded, that's when they will turn to protecting it. But that's just not how it works. Intellectual property assets don't just exist. Often some action is required to turn an idea such as the proposed name of a gym product into IP, a trademark in this case. To avoid losing an opportunity to create valuable intellectual property, you need to be able to first identify what it is you're going to create, what actions you need to take to capture it, and depending on the IP in question, um, what other actions you need to take. Uh, For example, a name entails thorough due diligence and then registering a trademark. With other rights, it may involve using an appropriate legal agreement. So it's really important to know that it's also possible to create a liability instead of an asset where proper checks of trademark registers aren't first undertaken. Leveraging IP is how the value embedded in it is realized. 
So consider IP really early on in any stage, in the early stages of a project. A new venture, when it's just in your head, that's when you need to understand the risks and opportunities. Otherwise, you could be gambling with the future of your venture. For an established business, the best way to begin to address intellectual property is to do an intellectual property audit and take corrective action. Effectively, you take the temperature of the business to assess what actions are needed to rectify past mistakes and to protect intellectual property. It'll be necessary sometimes to change your assets so that you can own them. As intellectual property comprises copyright, trademarks, designs, patents, confidentiality, etc., it's necessary to consider these when you're turning an idea into reality. You know, that's when you need to know what to do. If it involves an invention, then a patent's going to need to be considered. You need to know about keeping the idea secret and how to explore it without losing um, the possibility of patenting it, which you would if you lose confidential information. So the very early stages, as you prepare and consider whether to file a patent application and when, that's when you risk losing the opportunity that's there. While most large businesses have created and enforced a large intellectual property portfolio, many small enterprises, SMEs, tend to leave it too long before getting serious about intellectual property protection. The name of the game with intellectual property is to be proactive in the early stages of any project when turning an idea into something concrete in the real world. How to reduce the legal costs? Um, really, instead of consulting a specialist lawyer at every twist and turn, really, you can, which can be a big burden for SMEs especially, um, because you want to focus on growth-related scaling opportunities, really, you need to equip yourself with the knowledge so that, you know, you only go to a lawyer when there's something complex to discuss or if you want them to register your rights. But in those early stages, really, you need to know about IP. So I've put together a course um, which is suitable for SMEs, creatives, employees working in marketing departments of large companies, coaches, authors, anyone who is ever involved in turning an idea into a real-world output, who needs to understand how to identify intellectual property and protect it when creating things like brand names and how to do things like legal checks when you're selecting a name. It, it doesn't need to be the whole thing. So there's nothing worse than building up goodwill in a trademark someone else was already using 
or that competitors can freely use. When people find they've chosen a name that they can't stop competitors using, they realize the implications of choosing generic names because they then lose market share and their revenues drop. So they become more um, aware of how competitors can copy similar sounding names. IP knowledge and skills is how you protect yourself. And even if you intend to use a lawyer, you know, you need to know some of it yourself. It's just not an option to not understand intellectual property in this day and age. As we all have more and more ideas and new projects to develop, we're likely to need to choose more than one brand name in our lifetime. So the best way to achieve success and avoid wasting unnecessary time and energy down the line is to learn the essentials of trademark and other intellectual property that are involved when turning ideas into something that's out in the real world. Whether you're a designer in an agency working to develop clients' brand identity, or you're in the marketing department of a company addressing the company's branding and marketing needs, or you're a lawyer, a coach, an entrepreneur, a writer, an artist, or other creative, you're involved in turning ideas into reality. The overall objective is to build a business that will succeed. We're all striving for success. None of us is purposefully trying to fail or to infringe on someone else's IP rights or aiming to attract litigation and other poor outcomes for our projects. Knowing when to keep ideas secret and how to do essential IP due diligence searches, introduce necessary agreements and deal with IP registrations. You know, this is how you protect the future value of your ideas. Unless IP is identified and thought about before you turn your idea into a real-world product, you risk failing to exploit the true value in your ideas. So in those early days um, is when you need to understand IP. In a recent article, Bill Gates actually wrote something very interesting about intangibles. He pointed out that the impact that intangibles have on our economy on our theories are still heavily um, not really taken into account. Those theories are very much based on manufacturing. Back in the 80s, when he was pitching for investment, the fact that he had to explain why software was a legitimate investment seems unimaginable now. You know, in his business plan, people had to really get used to the fact that Microsoft would be able to generate revenues over the long term from this intangible item called software. So 
Intangible assets cannot be measured unless they're managed. Focusing on intangibles is the way to preserve the investment a business makes in its brand, in its creative efforts, designs and technology. For any new venture, the time to think about IP protection and intangibles is when writing the business plan. That's when you should take steps to understand what IP is, how it arises, what significance each type of right will have for the venture. And then the business plan, when it's written, should set the strategy on IP matters. It will be far easier to build management of IP into the day-to-day -day running of your venture if you approach IP in this way so that you can capture IP and, um, you know, it's of central relevance in our digital economy. We're having ideas all the time, so we're likely to need to understand how to implement projects more than once. So, you know, if you want to avoid the time and energy involved in wasting opportunities with IP and then having problems to solve, you really need to get an understanding, a good understanding of IP and eliminate the risks that dealing with IP in a piecemeal fashion does have. So look into my Legally Branded course to upskill yourself and your team. Discover the roadmap for a successful implementation of ideas. It's a short practical course with insights on when to keep ideas secrets, how to choose names, what due diligence is to do and how, how to um, use certain agreements that are essential as part of your process. It's not an alternative to using lawyers, it's simply equipping you with the business skills in today's digital economy. My guest next week is Dominic Wells of Onfolio. He has been building, buying and selling content websites since 2012 and also helps others do the same. If you've listened to the podcast to this point, please do like, share or rate it. If you have an important message to share that would be relevant to listeners, then do connect with me and let me know. You can find me on most platforms, but perhaps the best one to use is LinkedIn.